0: All right, guys, welcome back to Halcyon Days, the estate sale journey and beyond. Uh, This is our third episode. Uh, How are you today, Josh?
1: I'm doing good, George. Doing good.
0: Doing good. I'm good, too. Thanks for asking. No problem. Yeah, good. Um, I got some cool information that I I researched really quickly before uh, before we head into the subject at at hand. We are officially now an international podcast. International. We have a listener from Belgium, which is pretty one. cool. Yeah, hey, it's international. And then uh we also spread out to California. So if you're listening in California, oh, no. we're talking about you because there's one. Oh, do we still have person the person in Kansas? <laughs> well, the the listener doesn't disappear. It still listened, so that doesn't change. No, it doesn't tell me when, how many the... times. It just tells me how many how many unique.
1: Uh, it was probably so. a person going from Kansas to California from Pennsylvania.
0: Potentially, potentially. It yep. counts, but it counts. But it counts. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think that's what it was, but anyway, so they found us, they listened to us, and that's pretty cool, and that's just a podcast. Uh, for YouTube, um, I'm, I'm just going to give you the percentage growth because <laughs> <laughs> because it sounds better. So we had a 33% growth in viewership, on YouTube, which is pretty cool, you know. We'll spare you the the details of the actual numbers. And as of right now, we have 1,018 subscribers on TikTok, so we're pretty much TikTok famous. Nice. So, so there's that. Hashtag um, life goals. So, what are we going to be talking about today, Josh, on today's podcast?
1: Um, I figured we would talk a little bit about. Uh, I guess our episode name is mastering social media for estate sales. I figured we would, we would talk about social media today,
0: I guess, I guess, (laughs) I figured, I
1: thought, I thought it'd be a good topic. I think people, I think social media can be a little overwhelming and I think, uh, I think it's good good to talk about it.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, For sure. For sure. That's going to be our tagline. We're going to need to make shirts that say for sure, for sure. So, um, so I mean, I think uh, for, for us I do a lot of the social media work but I mean I'm you sure. you have the you have the input still um so I think for the for like a brief overview of why it's important I think we need to I think people need to understand that as an estate sale company your demographic is split right like and we talked about a little bit on the first episode we have customers we have clients so social media as a whole you know we got to try to hit everybody and the customer base is really popular and things like TikTok. you know, there, there's a lot of videos on people going to estate sales with great fines and things like that. So um, that's kind of like part of what we're talking about here. So um, there's going to be all different things, but that, that's kind of the, the split is kind of important. Uh, so yeah. for the demographics, um, why do you think we would do something like Facebook, Josh? Um,
1: well, I mean, like, I think, just to take a step back. I think if you're trying to do any type of business in today's society, social media is such like a big part of any 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 type of growth you're gonna wanna see because it's the fastest way now to get whatever your message is or whatever it is that you're trying to sell out there. Right? Um, so in terms of like u- utilizing social media, it's trying to figure out where is your target audience? What social media platforms are they using? And then figuring out how to utilize those to grow your business, right? Um, and you you definitely like and and it's kinda like weird in a sense, because I am not good at social media at all. Like I, at one point I deleted my Facebook, uh, which you got <laughs> mighty offended at because you thought I unfriended you. Um
0: That's not true. Yeah, it is, but it happened. No, you came back to Facebook and you didn't add me. That's the that's what happened. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> not I relevant know, to our business I know, at all
1: i know marissa got real mad because she's like why are we not married anymore on facebook and i was like we're <laughs> still married in real life So why that yeah,
0: good job. um
1: yeah, yeah 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 fastest way to to
0: get out of a marriage just i mean you're it's a good topic it's the second week in a row we talked about you getting out of your marriage <laughs> no i uh I would be lost without
1: her. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, your question was again about Facebook.
0: <laughs> this is a smooth podcast. Um, always, smooth. I think. I think that just it, it's more in relation to the demographics that I was speaking about. So, like we have obviously TikTok. You know, um, that would be the the younger or the trendier thing for our customers um you know they're gonna go out there and they're gonna do that but facebook i think hits both so why do you think we yeah. would use facebook
1: so facebook has become kind of like an all how do you say all the cart access social media platform it kind of gives you a little bit of everything right so like they have a marketplace right they have groups they have um like you can you can connect just like how you can on linkedin um, Instagram is more like photos, Snapchats, obviously photos, um, Twitter is more like little blips of information where, whereas Facebook has a ton of things that you can incorporate. Right. So you can, you, we, you know, you can, you can, use it to post things you're selling. You can use it to connect to people via groups or via people. Um, you can post video content on there now. Um, thanks to say thanks to like, uh, social media, like TikTok, like that kind of like made everyone kind of jump on that bandwagon. Um, So you can kind of do everything at once as well of like all the social medias. That's where the older demographics generally tend to be, right? So people who would generally be the ones looking for estate sales are going to be on Facebook.
0: Um, Well, yeah, but yes and no. So yes, for like the older guys. Yeah, but they're, I mean the estate sale business is huge with younger people. Like even even my kid who's 15, he's like you know totally into thrifting and estate sales and he loves all that stuff. It's it's trendy. It's it's a trendy thing that people yeah. are doing. So a, as a customer, I mean, you know to go and stuff like that. Um for Facebook, they've also added um Threads, which is basically their version of of TikTok, you know, and Instagram shorts and reels and and what, all that stuff, right? Um YouTube shorts. Um, but they they've gotten and it's a little smaller. I mean, it's a lot smaller than TikTok, but it's growing, you know, and we are we are on a we're on it all. So we're on TikTok, Threads, X, which was Twitter, obviously, um, Instagram. We don't do Snapchat, so that's more of a personal thing. Um, that's like, you know, me sending you a picture, you know, whatever, but we're not on that. We're on YouTube, obviously. I think we should get on Snapchat. Us. I think we're growing okay. business on Snapchat for sure. Okay, for great. Sure. You can handle that part of the business. Um, and then, uh, is there anything else that that I'm missing? I don't know. But you touched, touched upon the group. So, what?
1: You touched on TikTok, right?
0: I believe so. I mean, that's our that's our that's our most successful so far in terms of followers. So, you know, um, it's just there's just more people there. You know, um, but for Facebook, in terms of social media, you hit up on groups and stuff like that. So groups, we use that more as marketing. We use that more as like. um It's kind of less less fun, I guess we could say it's more like whatever the group topic is, you're kind of going there. So I'll use groups in like a yard sale group to advertise a sale. I'll use groups in like a. um in advertising um or like it's like a peer group or whatever it is for for small businesses things like that i'll use that to ask questions to other other small groups and you know get their involvement that kind of stuff you know almost a networking thing so it just depends on what the group is but there's just a million resources like josh said with with facebook It's you know the people the younger people like to joke around about facebook but i can tell you for sure it's not dead We've gotten yeah. a lot of business from Facebook. We've met clients through Facebook. We've then, we've done a lot of things because of Facebook. So if if you have a business and you think that Facebook is dying, it's not. Uh, especially if you're in a state sale company and you want to hit like the older demographic. Uh, in terms of we, like I said, we've met clients through Facebook. So not just customers where people people see us and say, Hey, I could use that service, and then they reach out. You know, those people are still on Facebook. You know, and then our Facebook group, I mean, our our own Facebook page has followers and and things like that on there that that get notified when we have estate sales. And and when we make posts, they comment and things like that. So, you know, it's it's been a great resource for us, even if it's not, you know, necessarily looked on by the younger folks um, as like the the cool thing or the trendy thing anymore. It's still very viable, in my opinion.
1: It's the only one I know how to use. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's good. I mean, learning how to use them can be tricky. I w- I would think, but I've been doing it for a while now. At first, like you know me, I'm an old guy, you know, we talked about that a little bit on the last podcast. Um I'm Very sitting here. I'm a big boy with a big gray beard on TikTok, you know. Um so like I don't do quirky, funny, stupid like stupid kid things, you know, like so I don't I don't try to be younger than I am but i mm-hmm. i do try to you know like put like our funny stuff out there and things like that like it's a, it's a different audience you know um i just don't want it to ever feel like creepy old guy messing you know in like the kid situation like i'm mm-hmm. we 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 stay true to our brand and you know yeah. we're, I we i think our,
1: we... i think with us like our brand is us right like we don't need to like pretend that we're somebody else or something else uh like yeah. people are generally like they find you and i funny enough by ourselves like when we do our own thing um I, I don't really want to see you out there doing like the floss while you're talking about estate sales
0: right although if you want to do it on the
1: podcast you know
0: no That might you'll be never tragedy. see me doing the floss and uh, by the way the floss hasn't been relevant in years but it's okay <laughs> uh, what's relevant now i mean i I'm an old dude, so whatever I say is going to be laughed at anyway because it's something else, I'm sure. But, like, the latest biggest thing that I've seen, and it's already, like, a year old, is the stupid gritty. So, if you're going to do a dance, like, that's the What's one. The My kids still do it. I'm not going to do it. So, it's a dance. What's the gritty? It's a dance. That's it. That's all you need to know. I'm not going to do the dance. I do
1: like, the shoulders, or You go back and, like, you, you do the head thing. That's the only dance I can do.
0: That's your move. I, I remember it well. I uh, know. I can drop so, it well, Pretty hot. But <laughs> All relevant to podcast needs. Oh, sorry, might be, might be. <laughs> I mean, uh, state cell needs. All right, and then that, I mean that kind of transitioned us to the next topic of like creating good content. Be be true to yourself. Make the content that you're comfortable making. Um, I need to do more of it. Josh needs to do some of it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, as he's drinking his coffee, uh, but. <laughs> We we need to put more stuff out there. So uh with our with our podcast, since we record it, we use Opus clips to create small content clips that are starting to get some traction out there. So that, that makes it a little bit easier to for us to post some videos on like TikTok and stuff. And then I'm uh, in the videos, so that helps. And uh, yes, and then you're in the videos, so now like sure. even though a lot of the videos on TikTok are just me. <laughs> well, now I don't have access, that. so.
1: So to be fair, I don't have like access to the TikTok account to create videos, and I've never asked well, you for that access. Um, but you've also never given it to me. So it's
0: well. Cool. To be fair, you would never use it. A and B. All you have to do is send a video to me, and I can post it. So no matter what, but you haven't made a video, I will, and I will get, get, get with
1: my my social media marketing coordinator. Yeah. Um, I, first of all, I know your wife is all about
0: <laughs> her. It's like she's all yeah. over it. So, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I have seen you on her social media when she posted on Facebook. So I'm, I'm not connected with her on TikTok or anything, but I know she has TikTok. She has got everything. But I know I've seen you come onto the screen, dance with her for a second, and walk off the screen and things like that. So you have made appearances.
1: Yeah. It's generally my my. Generally, she'll be doing it in the background while I'm doing something really important. Um, and I, and she's just in the way, uh, all the time, uh, that I had to like walk through the video to like get something because she's like doing it in the middle of the living room or the kitchen, um,
0: which I love so much. (laughs) I mean, it looks like you love it, Yeah, but besides, besides that, besides trying to like, you know, be trendy or whatever, um, I would say to build a following with while you're creating the content. It's not just creating content. It's, it's also interacting with other people's contents who are similar to yours. And either that means if you're in a state sale company, you're looking at other estate sale companies and commenting on them. Good luck on the sale this weekend. Or, that looks great. Like that, you know, whatever, ask a question. If you see something on one of their videos, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and then if you, if you comment and then you follow, there's a great chance that they're going to follow you back. You know, I would say don't just go out and follow everybody because then you kind of like you don't get the people that you're actually looking for, you know, in response. So if someone finds a great thing at an estate sale and you think that'd be cool for them to be following you, comment on, hey, that's a great find. I haven't seen anything like that at any of the estate sales that I host. It's really cool, you know, like whatever. And then they'll respond back to you and hopefully follow you back you know and then yeah. now you have a follower and it's a real follower and it's not somebody who are just doing it's, like these follow trains or anything like that so it took me a lot of yeah. time just to get to a thousand the, you know, the follow
1: then- train actually statistically hurts your growth like hurt your growth especially like if like 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 there's services out there like i've done like the research myself where like you can pay to like get to like that benchmark on whatever platform you're on like you can pay a service to like provide you with those those likes or subscribes or whatever to get you to the benchmark where you can be like advertised on or, or whatever. Um, but what that actually does is it, it inflates your growth and instead of you needing the actual real traffic that you need, you don't get it. And then once you have the advertising and you have the growth that you like, think you need, um, it's not really there and you fall. Um, so it's better, um, it's better to have natural growth, uh, and do it, do it your way. Um, while following the trips and ticks, text, you know, trips, Ticks? Nope. Tricks? And t- <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's an. Tips and tricks?
1: Ah, uh, no. Tips and tricks that you see out there to help you grow, um, but you know, don't inflate your numbers. Um, don't try to like. Don't try to impersonate other personalities, right? Uh, like there are so many people like there's like that YouTuber right and then a bunch of micro YouTubers will then try to like impersonate that person but that's not really who they are and people can see that so what happens is then they don't watch you because you're just an imitation of that YouTuber or that TikToker um there's there's no one like George and I there's no one like George (laughs) yeah
0: there's there's nobody like us for sure uh, I don't think that we can even capture the dynamic. You got to come to one of our sales. Like that's really because it's yeah. it's just an organic back and forth, and and there's a lot of like um, teasing and laughing at each other, but they're still.
1: That yeah. One of the professionally... one of the things we we've talked about is like live streaming some of our sales. So I think that's probably the next thing, depending on this the environment, um, that you can kind of get to see some of that like natural back and forth. Not scripted like yeah. George George sends me a script for the podcast and tells me I'm not allowed to like go yeah. off script because I might embarrass him.
0: Not true at uh, all. We have an outline of things to talk about, which we've already gone off a thousand times and I haven't yelled at that's, you once.
1: That's not true. You've you've texted me and said stop going off scripts.
0: <laughs> not true. You're <laughs> a liar. You're not doing a great thing for our brain. We don't lie, so stop lying. Sorry. Sorry, might be. <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. So utilizing hashtag and hashtags and trends would be the next kind of topic. So, I mean, for me, I hashtag everything, you know, at at the end, I used to hate hashtags, by the way. I just thought they were the most annoying thing, but I understand now those are search terms. And if you, if you, if you hashtag it, someone's going to find it. So for us, it's, it's always the basic, you know, estate sale, um, uh state sale fines you know like for us for this it's podcast it's new podcast it's things like that but then i always i always throw in to be funny like an existing trendy hashtag hashtag yeah i've seen that hashtag taylor swift right (laughs) like just 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 because (laughs) and i and then i hashtag just because afterwards so um you know it's it's, kind of funny you know and uh you know, some some videos have have given us lots of results. On another account that I have, that that I'm not going to say what it is here. I hashtag LeBron James and Michael Jordan, and uh, I got so many more views on that video because you know there's a school of thought out there between you know who the who the goat is, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. It's obviously Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Sure. <laughs> but anyway, um, Andrew says so, LeBron
1: James is trash.
0: That's. I mean, he's not trash, but he's not Jordan. Uh, but anyway, so, but the thing is like, I don't overdo that. I don't make it about what it's not. I do all the other hashtags and then I do that just for kind of fun. So, uh, but for you, like, it, it's important to make sure that you know what the trends are. It's important for you to know what the hashtags are. So find like videos, see what they're hashtagging, that kind of thing. You In TikTok specifically, when you start the hashtag, you'll start typing it and then it'll tell you like how many hashtags there are of it so like sometimes we'll i'll see something i'll think i'm doing a good hashtag and it'll be like 422 and when you think about it like over the scheme of things that's really not a lot of people who've done that right so like i did a state sales with a with an s i think or state sale and it was a low number and then i added the s and it was a large number you know so like just that kind of thing figuring out what it is (laughs) Josh's is daddying right now. <laughs> That's all good. All right, and then uh, talk about engaging with the audience, Josh. Engaging with the audience. <laughs> did I not? Did I set you up there?
1: Yep, you did. I got the I'm sorry. Idea. The um, child. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm the right person to talk about engaging with the audience.
0: No, <laughs> you're engaging with us with everybody right now they're
1: the yeah, yeah, yeah the one person in Belgium um,
0: all right so I'll start it okay and then you can pick up so like the audience doesn't necessarily mean just who's listening right like the audience yeah. is is our demographic right? right so when you talk about like you you've gone to more networking events for me than than for us than I have right so like that's that's a sort of audience right the community is the audience so Like what, what do you think about that kind of thing?
1: Um, well, so one, it's definitely important to understand. So if we talk about like our social media demographic, right? Like we have to understand like what, uh, what is trending, and what's not trending. Right. So if we post a video and it gets zero views, right. Uh, and then we post another video that gets 10,000 views, right. We need to look and analyze that video. To figure out okay what do we do differently in that video that engages our our audience right like that they want to watch and, and that can be hashtags that can be uh maybe there's just more personal back and forth between us like whatever that is uh and then incorporate that so that it's engaging for the people who are viewing our, our our content in terms of like our partners right that would be like our like other real like people who are realtors lawyers things like that who would be giving us business um what do they need from us right like if they're going to give us business like how can we engage to help them with it like if they're going to help us with our business how can we help them with their business is that what you're talking about
0: uh no that's in our collaboration oh. section but that's okay we can we can jump to that No, no, no i no, just no, no. mean meet... <laughs> 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 ladies and gentlemen that is josh's daughter and she is the most adorable creature on the planet so i don't mind hearing her um She's good. Yeah, she's good. She's so, when we're interacting with with our audience, right we we get um, we get reactions. We get them to be happy, or or if we're bad at it, to be upset with us, or or whatever. But like, let let's just say, how about how about when our people are are at the sales? How about that? How about when they're in the sale and we have our customers in the sale? How do you interact with our with our audience there? Oh, I just talk to them. Right. Like the people,
1: um, like we don't try to like sell them something specific or, you know, like, what are you looking for today? Like the, the things that you don't want to happen when you walk into a store. Um, especially if it's a customer who's like, who's come to a previous sale, like we're like, Oh, like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, we're you no know, welcome back. Or it's good to see you again. Um, which tells them that like, we remember them, like they're, they're a person to us, they're not just a customer.
0: For sure. And, and building off of that, sure, if sure. it's a repeat, if it's a repeat customer, that's the best because if you can remember any part of what they've done, you kind of bring that up. So, <coughs> excuse me, if, um, if you know what they bought, like, let's say somebody bought a really cool star Trek, um, remote from us. Right. And it was, it was a good bit of money. They spent a good bit of money on it. And, uh, I would ask them the next time, hey, did you ever use it? Do you keep it in the box? Like how like what you know what I mean? Like just one, it's a legitimate like question I ask because I'm just a curious person. And two, like it shows them that like we we appreciate them. They're not just like forgotten about as soon as they leave, you know? Um and it gives them value yeah. as as well. And it gives us personality as a company. Yeah. And Josh, Josh mentioned in the beginning, you know, we don't say like, is there anything I can help you find? You've all been into stores where people have done that. You've, everybody's been everywhere. Like that is the worst thing that anybody can ever ask anybody in, in a retail environment. And we both were leaders in a retail environment. So we typically don't ask that question. On the sales floor where we you know had to train associates how to engage customers. Right. Well, we wouldn't do that there, but we definitely don't do it now. Like, like we can ask, we ask more questions that are open-ended, which is it's, it's like retail one-on-one, but like, Hey guys, what are some of the things that you're interested in? What what are things that you like to find at estate sales? Okay, guys. Uh just a little interlude there from um it's it's gonna sound a little a little different here on the uh the audio of the podcast, but Josh had an issue <laughs> with with some uh overflowing water and uh he had to go take care of that. So we uh we're a couple days later, but we're gonna get back into it and uh you know, so we'll just move on to the next the next area that we were going to talk about and that's uh, advertising and promotions so um Josh mentioned in in i think our Absolutely. last podcast you know uh we didn't really advertise we've done a couple of small things you know where we've be, uh when I signed up for Yelp I had free like I had a certain amount of money free ads we used that uh I did a couple other things where I might have advertised like a Facebook post um You know promoted a facebook post here and there but i mean we haven't spent i I didn't spend any money on yelp and then we didn't spend we must have spent maybe maybe 50 dollars on advertising the entire time we've had the company
1: and that was after we used a ton of like free advertising most i would say most of our sales came from i mean just in general like we utilized because we're talking about like social media like we used like Facebook was where a lot of our customers had um, heard about our sales, or like communicated with us, or interacted with us was was Facebook. Um, and then I mean, I mean, we use Craigslist, which isn't really social media, but
0: yeah, I mean, it's it. I guess that would fall under the advertising. We, it doesn't necessarily mean paid advertising. And Craigslist is is very interesting because our demographic. Uh, for clients would we'll probably use craigslist more than our customers but um, we we did get a lot of older customers coming in and saying hey i found you on craigslist you know so yeah and i tried i tried the online um like there's like a facebook craigslist and that that never worked didn't get anything from that but once uh i think you actually did the first craigslist ad and once we did that we started getting people from that which was surprising to me, but it, it worked. was surprising to you uh if you have if you're if you're trying to consider advertising and things like that you know you gotta you gotta weigh weigh the options um as a startup company like we are we didn't have a budget to spend you know lots and lots of money on it we were trying to keep it very as low, as low as possible. yeah yep until until we had a few sales under our belt and and we see what we can do after that you know uh but I mean the as far as tracking goes for it we literally just ask people you know wh- where yeah. did you hear from us where would you hear about us how you know how did you see us uh, I mean a good portion of it's even just our signs you know yeah. just signs on the roads you know leading up to the house
1: Yeah that's always like local traffic though I mean the, the a big bulk of our customers were from our from our ads that we put out on on the internet um so like facebook yeah, was probably the bigger one
0: yeah, and, and our, our just connection with the customers that we already built up. Um, we addressed it at one point at one point earlier, but we have an email list, you know. So on the email list, we send out, um, you know, emails when we know what we're going to have, you know, where we're going to have it, that kind of thing. So we get repeat customers, and then we get new customers that see us on the different posts that we make and, you know, things like that. So, you yeah, know, it, it works for us. Um, I did just change the ticker down there. So if you guys see um, on the bottom there, there's our email address. So if you are interested, if you live in the central Pennsylvania area and you have questions or anything like that, there's our email address. It's scrolling on the bottom. You know, send an email. Um, You can also direct message us on on here. Put a comment. We can reach out to you, that kind of thing. Uh, You probably don't want to leave your information on the public side of things, but there's our information right there if you want to reach out. And then uh anything more that you have to say about advertising promotions?
1: Um so I mean you kinda of, like mentioned like budgeting. Uh do like do we set aside a budget for uh paid advertisements now?
0: Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we will. Yeah. But we will. We will. Uh we need things to go a little bit get a little further along before we we have that kind of revenue breakdown i think you know for it but you know the saying takes money to make money so we'll have to spend a little bit of money i'm sure but right now you know uh, another thing i will we'll talk about for that advertiser really quickly is you know everybody talks about like estate sales.net you know and it oh, those yeah, those sites that. are insanely expensive so like Looking on there, I look on there to see if there's any. In, in where we live, there's not a lot of estate sale companies, and really nobody uses it. So, us advertising on that here makes actually no sense. You know, for us to spend hundreds of dollars a month on a service that nobody's looking at in our area, it's it's just not worth it. Um, for us, you might be in an area where there's lots of estate sales, lots of state sale companies and city or something. yeah they then they use that you know so i mean even in our cities york harrisburg you know they don't just don't they don't use it you know there's you know, kind of is what it is um but yeah so we're on we're on collaborations and partnerships what do you think the benefits of collaborating with somebody is Um, Well, I mean, it allows you to jump on to like,
1: kind of like uh, their followers. Uh, So people who listen to them or who are associated with them now become associated with you. So there's like that benefit, right? Um, But I think we had discovered that for for estate sales, um, it's almost better to partner with like realtors Mm -hmm. who are like contacting people or people who are contacting them about the house um versus like trying to like get like customers naturally coming to us because generally they they, they they're talking to a lawyer they're talking to a realtor uh are not necessarily like somebody passes away and they're like let me look up an estate sale company that's just something that like that's information they get from somebody and, right. and then they look it up or then they come to us um but you ha- uh have partnered with a couple of realtors
0: um, um, well, we really have on, on our website, we have two realtors that we've mentioned. One is your connection. One is my connection. Um, Delinda is, she's going to be our guest actually next month. Uh, and, uh, probably the first, first week in February. And we'll be, we'll be talking about some good stuff there, but, uh, she's great because she's, she's, uh, someone who is willing to collaborate with you, not just be like, Hey, I'll send people your way. Like we have meetings where we'll sit and we'll talk about different ideas of how to grow the business and, you know, how we can both utilize each other's resources. Um, One example of that is, you know, she, we kind of divided up an area and we're reaching out to different groups and seeing if we can speak there, you know? So if we can get in, then that means, you know, like if I can get in somewhere in York, I'll bring her with me, you know, and we'll both talk. And then, same thing for her. Like if she can do it a little bit further West, you know? Um, and then that all that good stuff happens, you know? So that's, that's great. Uh, we need to have more of that. Uh, that's actually what I'm working on this and next week. Uh, I will be going out and trying to, to get meetings with realtors and things like that with realtor, all realty offices, you know, where we can get in there and, 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 uh, be like the team that they refer because, you know, they trust us and, you know, that just takes time and it takes, we, we earn that, you know, we just got to get in there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm just, I'm just reading over some of this.
0: Yeah. We have a little outline here, folks, in case you're wondering, so we don't miss anything. But, um, I mean, just just to sound redundant, I'm sure, but collaborating with somebody is way more important than you think, and uh, I, I was listening to another, yep, networking, I was listening to another podcast of a woman who started an estate sale company like 10 or 15 years ago, and the only way she gets business now is through referrals. So she doesn't market, doesn't advertise, doesn't do any of that stuff. She has built a database of realtors, which is basically her biggest thing. Um, and they, they all bring her business, you know? So that's kind of like what I'm hoping our business will be in the next five years, you know, where we end up having the network of realtors who are reaching out to us every time they have a situation like this, you know? So, and then, and then they connect you to the right people, you know? So, um, know, that's, it's an invaluable thing. People are just, People are the highest com- commodity, you know. They help if if they're good and you trust them, and they have mutual goals, you know, things like that. Makes sense. All right. How about negative feedback?
1: Uh. <laughs> so it's kind of like weird, like you know, um, we haven't really gotten too much negative feedback. Uh, besides like customers who think the our prices sometimes are too high for things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's that in-person, you know. Uh, but I think, I think any actual customer of ours would come to our sale and say that our prices are not too high. So those are like those one-offs where they're looking for, you know, porcelain collectible dolls for 25 cents, you know. Um, so there's a, there was a Yadro doll, that a customer came in wanted to buy and ended up coming back to the house after we left to try to get it from the owner. And the owner reached out to me and she was like, "Should I sell it?" And I was like, "For that price, absolutely not." <laughs> they uh, they mm-hmm. just tried to tried to undercut him and were like, "But I mean, the doll was. We could have sold the doll if if we had the right customer. We could have sold the doll at the estate sale." For, or figure I should say, it's not really a doll. But we could have sold the figure for one fifty, two hundred easy. And it's worth way more than that, but for an at an estate sale, it was it was marked correctly. And I think we actually had it marked at a hundred, you know, so but you know, these things happen.
1: Yeah, and we haven't really gotten any negative feedback online either. Most of the customers who have commented on anything related to House Day, it's all been positive. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll come, we'll get, you know, a one-star review or someone will, will comment and say, George isn't friendly, um, on Facebook, because <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah. how that would go. Um, but I think when that happens, uh, you have to look at the feedback and think and, and, and analyze it. is this constructive or is it, you know, deconstructive? Uh, if it's negative, just for the sake of being negative, because you're always going to have customers or people who, who just want to complain and they don't actually have a valid reason. And then there's people who are going to give you feedback, even if it's negative negative. Um, and being able to take that and turn it into a positive is where your business can either succeed or fail.
0: Oh yeah. I think you need to take ego out of it, right? Like if, if it's something, if someone has something valid to say that is going to improve our business, we need to take that we need to learn from it and and make it right you know you don't know what you don't know so if if you're missing something and you think you've got it you know to be naive enough to think you're perfect is is the downfall of any business right if you're not willing to hear what your customers are telling you you're you're done for um, and then you you had mentioned a while ago um about like the bots calling and you know like e- e- or facebook messaging us about things that are available you know and the, just like the overloading of bots i don't know if you saw this i don't think i talked to you about it but we had a in our facebook page we have messages all the time to us telling us our page is going to get shut down um because of copyright issues like i mean like I, I over mean, and over I'll and over me. again but I it's all scams yep so, but it's all scams. So, like our Facebook page specifically, gets, I get an email regularly and I have to report it and stuff like that. It's never sent from Facebook or from Meta. You know, like if you just click on it, you can see, like, and it's like the page was activated, the person was activated like that day or that month. And then, like, you can't even interact with it. It's clearly not Facebook, but they're trying to get you to click on the link. So, I just keep okay. reporting, keep reporting them. But we actually just got a would not recommend bot on our Facebook page. Now we don't ask a lot of people. We don't actually, we don't, that's not one of the things we ask for. We ask for Google reviews, but we don't ask for Facebook reviews. We don't ask for, would you recommend, you know, recommend us on Facebook. It's just not something we talk about, but we got a, would not recommend. And I think we only had like three other recommends on Facebook, you know? So it's just not a, a big thing for us. Like I said, so I reported it, did all that. And it wasn't, it wasn't disappearing. So I put a message out there for, for, you know, followers or whatever. If you've worked with us in the past, you know, please recommend us, help us. Cause I don't want people to see us on Facebook and see, you know, a low average because of that one, that one bot. But now like a week later, it looks like it was finally removed. So we're at a five out of five recommend. So we're, we're back up to the, the top, but that stuff scares me, you know, when you've only got a small number and one person could really mess it up. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think
1: uh, like you try to have our response time for for almost anything down to like an hour max, oh, right? Yeah. So if someone reviews us on Google, someone posts on our Facebook, someone reaches out to our website, like sends us an email. And I think that has really helped with the positive, um, feedback that we have gotten is I think there's been a couple of times of like fast response. Oh. Um which tells the customers that like like we we do care. Um we don't ignore them. We don't you know like let their email sit in our inbox for days on days before we before we get around it. Even if it's on a Sunday which is technically the day that our business is closed. Um, you and I have both responded to emails or responded to some Google reviews or whatever.
0: Absolutely. I think the longest I've ever taken is if we've gotten a review while I was at, like, my kid's basketball game. You know, yeah. any other time, you know, I'll see it come through on my phone, and I'll respond right away. Or you'll text,
1: yeah, or you'll shoot me a text, or I'll shoot you a text, because to let you know, like, yeah. hey, I'm not able to respond to that.
0: Yep. Same thing with emails. We try to get to them as fast as possible. Yeah. So, you know, we I did think- get in-person
1: negative uh or it was it was negative but it was it was constructive feedback it was about the pictures that we were taking uh it was like a little it was that lady who owned the antique shop and she Mm -hmm. you know she had posted stuff and she had sort of showed us some of her pictures and and it was good feedback you know obviously it's kind of hard to like stage stuff and and take a picture when it's like natural in the home Mm -hmm. but um i think we took that advice and 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 try to utilize it a little bit the following posts and following sales and
0: stuff yeah that that's tough because one we don't want to invalidate what the customer saying because obviously like if we if we had a marketplace and we were selling these things as, as like a storefront you know the images would look different but you can't take all these items like you have to take the pictures of them in the home the lighting is what the lighting is you know that kind of stuff you can't necessarily all yeah, we're not going to yeah, spend money on like getting equipment to take pictures. We're not, we're not there yet. No, I mean, it's our pictures are done by our phone, but I mean, I don't, I don't think we take bad pictures, but I understand what she was saying. You know, like if we're trying to advertise an item, you know, we want to showcase it, which I completely understand because, you know, I was a reseller before this and I have lots of things listed on eBay and I have like, I have a nice, my desk, I actually have like a sheet kind of over it with a whole white background you know, I have different lighting for it. I take different angles. You know, that kind of stuff. I understand what an what a picture has to look like to, to be presentable, but you know, at the same time, we're limited to the house of the light and you know that kind of stuff. All right. So if you're if you're watching this and you you have a an estate sale background or even a business background, um, you heard some of the stuff that we said, like now would be a good time for you to comment on there, things that you agree with things yeah. you didn't like, you know, things that you think we could change, that kind of stuff. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you thought about it. You'd know, we'll, like to uh, guest, guest on our podcast. You
1: know, feel free to reach out to us.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll be we'll be sending things out. Um, that, that'll be soon. I, I think I just wanted to get this thing a little smooth before we start having guests so we know what the heck we're even doing, you know, but, you know. You got anything else you want to add? Not, uh, from not when it comes to our, I guess our, our outline here. I mean, for the whole podcast. No, no, <laughs> our endings are smooth as butter. We, we always have, it sure. perfect, you know, so, uh, Again, thank you for staying with us. Little bumpy in the middle there. Uh, but Josh, I'm glad your your stuff is under control and you you don't have like a massive flood in your house or anything like that. So I'm glad you got my kids here.
1: Yeah, having a massive flood would not be tight.
0: <laughs> tight. Man. No.
1: Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Listen to us anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. Peace out.